hey guys, if you're like us, distractions can drive you crazy. And God doesn't want us to live like that. He wants us to have a purposeful, meaningful life. And we've got three-step approach to get you there. Stick around. Brandon, what's up, dude? What's happening, man? How are you? I'm just hanging out. So uh, you're all tan from vacation. Yeah, I just got back from the, the wonderful ocean down in Charleston. I had oh. a great time. Did I tell you that's where Fernand and I honeymooned? We really? love Charleston, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, we honeymooned in Gatlinburg, which actually today mm. is our fifth anniversary. Today? Today. today. Yeah. Congratulations, That's why man. we went out of town, but we ended up work schedule stuff. But Well, good, man. Congratulations. Thank that's you. awesome. Yeah. We, we have a little... Um, we have a little bit of uh, heritage there with Gatlinburg too. So that's when I knew that I knew that I knew that Fernanda was the one because we went on like the singles retreat through church okay. at that big, like cylindrical hotel up on the hill. It's like, as you're driving into Gatlinburg, it's way up on the left okay. and kind of looks down over everything. Yeah. And, uh, we were there and, um, I'll, I'll try to keep the story short, but we went and saw this like breakout session and they were like, uh, missionaries there and they said if anybody gives you know 20 bucks if everybody in this room gives 20 bucks it'll fund us on mission for a year and and i was like okay yeah whatever okay you know we're we're broke single young young people right yeah and uh fernanda comes back and she's like we need to give 20 bucks a piece for that and i was like oh that is a sweet tender heart and uh, i was like man you know where are we going to come up with that we had literally saved 20 bucks a piece to, for tickets for the toby mack concert because they came to our church yeah uh, he came to our church and uh, i was like well i guess we're not going to toby mack and we're like well that's a sacrifice we're gonna make and um so cool enough uh basically what happened was i got called from the church like a week and a half later and it was somebody I knew, and I was like, hey, Tiffany, what's up? And she's like, hey, I just want to let you know, um, you actually won two free tickets to see Toby Mac. How awesome. So the Lord, like, yep. showed and revealed me the beautiful heart of my wife, fell in, like, in love with her in the most covenant, meaningful, deep, biblical way yeah. through that, and we still got to see Toby Mac. That's awesome. That was good, man. That so, is awesome. That has absolutely nothing to do with distractions <clears throat> other than I got completely distracted when you said hey, Gatlinburg. You know, that's that's part of it is, <laughs> is finding those distractions in life and uh, evaluating them on the moment. But I think that was a good one. That indeed. Was, that was a indeed. good distraction. Well, hey, um, I'm going to rein us back in and bring it bring us down to, to business. Um, and to business, uh, I want to do a quick shout out to our affiliate, uh, we love Buzzsprout. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with them, buzzsprout.com. Basically, they're a podcasting service that actually proliferates and syndicates all your content to the World Wide Web and all the podcast directories. They're who we've used for about the past year, and we love them. Easy to use, user-friendly, all that good stuff. Uh, we're going to put their contact and our affiliate link in the show notes. Um, and I believe if you sign up, you guys get a $20 Amazon gift card. Um, so if you're thinking about starting a podcast, uh, look at bread sprout, check them out. I think you'll like it. And, uh, that's, that's enough about that. (laughs) I like it. All right, man. So, uh, uh, let's do what we need to do. Pray us in, man. Let's do this thing. Dear Lord, thank you for this day that you've given us. 
Father, in a world full of distractions and full of things that can just captivate our mind, pull us away from the focus, Lord, I pray that you would just guard our hearts, guard our minds, guard our time. And Lord, I pray that you would just place that barrier between us and those distractions so that we might be faithful servants of you. Lord, that's the goal, and that's the process that we're under in this sanctification is so that we can become more devoted followers of you. And then one day, Father, we trust because your word says so, one day we'll end this sanctification process and enter into our glorification with you. And Lord, we look forward to that day. But until then, keep us safe from distractions, guard our hearts. It's in your precious son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, man, let's get into this. So um, basically, basically, we were, we were very Baptist about this. We've got a three-point yes, three approach and it's got great alliteration, like fantastic alliteration. Man, I was proud of you. Whenever I saw it, I was like, man, that is, <laughs> that is some good stuff right there. <laughs> so so uh, unpack it. Tell us what the three three steps are. So basically, it's a three-step in that we're going to evaluate, eliminate, and then we're going to emancipate. Um, so wonderful alliteration, like you said. <laughs> so, But we got to talk about these distractions and how, kind of what are some of the effects that kind of go on okay. whenever we're dealing with these distractions and better help us identify them. Well, and I think, I think a good motivation too is actually, um, to tie it back in, I want to read the scripture, Proverbs 425. It says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. I mean, how clear cut is that? It's don't be distracted when you're on mission. You know, we're, we're, we, as guys we're wired to be doers and movers and shakers. And that's just kind of how we are. So as we're moving and shaking, as we're going through and doing life, we have to make sure that we're not like, oh, social media. Oh, yeah. you know, this relationship drama. Oh, this over here. This, oh, up, 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 up. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You know, we can't pinball back and forth in between all these different distractions. So that's why it's so important why we kind of have this, you know, it, it, and, and I think it's important to say too, this is kind of extra biblical, just common, kind of common sense wisdom. Yeah. Um, it's rooted in scripture, but don't li- listen to this. Don't go out and say, oh, yeah, it says in the Bible that you need to evaluate, eliminate, and emancipate, because it doesn't. That's what full power says. We're just giving you some common, commonplace wisdom. So. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. So let's, um, let's dive into uh, ev- evaluate. Where do we start with this thing? We've got to take inventory where we're at. Yeah. Um, I think it's important for us to sit down and honestly just bring ourselves to the table and even bring your spouse with you as far as this goes, have that conversation or with friends around you and just kind of ask them, say, Hey, where are some of these areas that you see my time being devoted to? Um, and I think that's a, a really good way because, uh, if your if your wife's anything like mine, she's going to tell you the truth every time. That's right. And that's uh, good. amen for that. So <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, taking inventory that way, um, invite the Holy spirit to illuminate these situations and illuminate those distractions so that you can then deal with them. Um, and he'll be faithful to do that. Um, I heard a preacher once say that, uh, if you pray for the Lord to show you where your biggest sins are, that is a prayer that will go answered every single time without fail, probably before the sun goes down. Yep. So I, I agree with that. I've, I've definitely seen that prayer always answered in my life. And, uh, that's uh, not really a comfortable prayer to have answered, but it's a uh, necessary and very important. Got to be careful to pray one. that one, yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, man. So I think um, practically, as we're doing inventory, two things that uh, I know of that can be really helpful are 
One, um, and I'm going to speak to the iPhone users, and, and I wish I knew a little bit more about Android to help those guys out too, but if you do have an iPhone, you can actually use screen time on there. Mm -hmm. And what that does is actually literally has two different sections if you kind of drill into it, settings, screen time. Yeah. You can actually go to, it's called pickups and then notifications. Mm -hmm. And the reason that those two uh, reports and graphs are so important in kind of figuring out your distractions are because pickups, they'll actually show you when you, you know, when you literally pick up your phone, what are you looking okay. at? Like it'll say for me, I, I like, I'm a visionary. So I'm yeah. always generating ideas and I'm like, I want to research that. I want to research that. Yeah. So like for me, like emails, like a little tiny sliver, social media is even smaller sliver. And then you've got Google Chrome. <laughs> like I research everything. So every time yeah. I pick up my phone, it's like, I'm trying to got a question that needs. Yeah. Answered. I got yeah. a question that needs to be answered, but all that to say, you can figure out exactly like what's driving you. So I, yeah. I didn't really realize that about myself until I look at those analytics. Hmm. And then the other one notifications, that's, yeah. that's really the one that dials in when we are trying to evaluate our distractions yeah. because, you know, obviously what is, what is taking our attention away and our phones are usually the biggest culprit. Yeah. You know, we've got text message alerts, we've got social media alerts, we've got email alerts, we've got Heaven forbid we actually get a phone call on our phone. I mean, how how 1990 is that? Yeah, but, I don't know uh, what to do with those. I just ignore <laughs> them. <laughs> that that and like the uh, green text bubbles from yeah. uh, you only answer the blue text bubbles from yeah. other I, iPhone right. users. Only only people in our clique. We don't. Oh my we don't goodness. Talk to the Android people. That's right. Well, <laughs> no, we, we we love them too. You know, yeah. they're probably going to heaven, but uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. So yeah, using those tools and then um, actually keeping uh, what I like to call a distraction journal. And that can just be as easy as a one page, you know, yeah. piece of paper. And when you're sitting down with your wife or you're sitting down with your girlfriend or your accountability partner, whomever, you know, just really be honest and say, hey, this is the data that I was able to pull from from my screen time. Yeah. Um, you know, this is after I've done personal inventory with the Holy Spirit. This is what he's illuminated and convicted. You know, these are things that really pull me off focus. And these are the things that, you know, I'm putting down in my inventory. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's key. Um, being able to identify those things. And that's one thing for me that, uh, and I think we might, we might be jumping the gun a little bit, but one thing that here recently has been super, uh, affluent in my life, I guess, something that's been very beneficial is, uh, I get emails all the time, like constant emails. And uh, it's one of those things that for my job, whenever I get an email, I need to respond to it quickly. Um, well, I was taking that and allowing that to be a, almost as like a stress trigger. So as soon as I got that sound for my notification of my email, I become stressed and then I become very distracted because my mind's going in a million different directions. Yeah. Well, I knew that actually these emails aren't that time sensitive. Nobody, nothing's going to happen. No, nothing bad's going to happen until, you know, if I can read it later. So I was actually with Danny and he helped me set up because I guess his uh, girlfriend helped him set it up to where I get notifications at nine o'clock in the morning and I get notifications at six o'clock at night, Boom. but I don't get anything in between there. Yep. And I have been so like that relieves so much stress off yep. of me because, uh, there's a little bit of a time change between me and uh, my boss and he'll send emails like three o'clock in the morning. Well, I'll get them and then I can't not read them. I got to yeah. read them. Yep. So... Yeah, that that's, has eliminated a lot of stress. So I think that's a good way to eliminate distractions is set those notification times for different things yeah. to where you know, hey, this is when I'm working or this is when I'm stopping working. We'll deal with it then. 
Yeah, that's good, man. And um, that kind of segues too. So <clears throat> we started with evaluate. So we did the evaluation. Yeah. Now we're talking about eliminate. Like how do we go through specifically, we're talking about technology right now. How do we go through and kind of pare down? <clears throat> and I agree with you. Setting, setting windows where alerts are allowed to come through. Um, another layer you can do on that is, again, I, I, I apologize, Android users, but I'm going to be speaking to the iPhone people because that's what we know. Um, and, and I'm sure there's probably a way to do it on your platform, but we're just not aware of it. Um, so with iPhone, you can actually go through and put favorites. So you can say like Brandon's a favorite or my mom's a favorite, my dad's a favorite, my wife's a favorite. Yeah. Um, and those people, you can actually specify when they can ring through and when their alerts come through, like text messages, phone calls, whatever. Um, and it's important to set those groups because that'll actually dovetail with what's called focus. Mm -hmm. Um, and that I believe was introduced with the latest version of iOS, which is iOS 15. And then we've got subversions of that, but, um, not to nerd out too much because yeah. this is, you're the tech is, man. Uh, I, I'm like, I this, don't even know what version I'm on my <laughs> iPhone. Well, that's my background, right? So it was like my thing for years and years. So that I kind of nerd out on this stuff, hey, but it's awesome though. But the cool thing is you can do focus mode and what that'll allow you to do is you can specify different times. Like this is my work time or this is my personal time or this is my gym time or this is my sleeping time or yeah. family time or whatever. And within those times you can say, okay, during work time, I need Brandon and Daniel and Fernanda to ring through. Yeah. Um, now, outside of work time, I need to block Brandon and Daniel because I just don't <laughs> want to hear from them. No. Fair enough. And I will say that uh, I am very stringent about, like, <laughs> 10 to 4 is basically the only time my phone will ring unless, yeah. you know, um, it's like a dire emergency or something. So, yeah. And I set that so that I don't have these distractions, right? Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing, you know, I, I, I this is a lot of kind of, common wisdom that we're talking about. And so I want to root it back in scripture, mm -hmm. but, um, Philippians four, eight, I'm just going to paraphrase it. It talks about just keeping your mind on what is excellent. So as we're eliminating things, we need to couple that with the first step, evaluate. We need to actually say, okay, these are the things that we found now, what is actually excellent and what is God calling us to? Because, um, you know, before we started, you got a notification from the Bible app. That yeah. is significant. You know, yeah. that is helpful. That's not, that's not a distraction. It can yeah. be at certain times, but ultimately you're being reminded to get back in God's word. That's a good beneficial thing. Yeah. So if we're thinking about it in the lens of Philippians 4, 8, that is excellent. That is calling you and bringing you back to God. So, um, I think it's important to keep it kind of in that context and that mindset as well. Absolutely. And that brings, that brings to mind, uh, in Luke chapter 10, where it talks about the story of Mary and Martha, and um, she gets so busy trying to do what's good. She's trying to do a good job, and she's yeah. working hard at it, but she traded what's good for what's best. And I think that's that's the key when we examine our lives and we're rooting these things out and trying to figure that stuff out. We have to evaluate, you know, we're splitting hairs a lot of times. What's good and what's best for me. Yeah. Um, maybe that does mean, and there for a little while, I've actually got out of the habit of it, but it's really beneficial. Me and my wife, whenever we'd come home, this was a few months back and we haven't been doing it, you know, faithfully since then, but I think it's something good that we should start back up. We would put our phones on the, on the table as soon as we got into the house. And it was like, this is weird. You know, you had the, you kind of had the ticks for a little while. Yeah. You're like, where's my phone at? I got to, you know, yep. have those withdrawals. But after a while, then it becomes freeing yep. and you're able to kind of withdraw from that, um, that time suck of just being 
inside the matrix, so to speak, all the yeah. time. Um, and I saw a picture uh, online that was very fitting. It was a picture of a phone and everybody like drawing or whatever of on their phones and it had vines that came out and was wrapping around people's heads. Mm. And that's, that's yeah. the thing is it's consuming you yep. and you're becoming a part of this reality instead of focusing on the reality that God wants us to live in. That's good. So. That's good, man. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, we, we have to be cognizant of this. And, you know, even on top of the technology distractions, you know, there can be distractions of um, relationship stuff that pulls you off, off, you know, whatever God's got you on. Um, there can be responsibilities that are distracting. Um, so as you're going through and kind of evaluating and then eliminating, it's important to um, say, Hey, you know, Holy spirit, show me what, and and this is going to be a quick aside. If you haven't taken the time to do like a mission statement, you know, let the Holy spirit guide you, but do actually a mission statement for your personal life and for your family do that because that'll give you the filter to make all these decisions and all these choices. And that allows you to stay distraction free because you can say, is this part of, you know, like for us, we're a, um, creative content ministry and we're here for the upbuilding of men. So do we, for us, is it a distraction to create content? Um, is it distracting from upbuilding men? If it is, then that's something we probably have to eliminate. Yeah. Um, so do a mission statement. That's helpful. It'll give you that, that guiding. Um, and something else, I, I love this quote, but I'm pretty sure the guy that said it was a nut job. Um, because sometimes they have moments of lucidity where this, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I remembered this quote from like forever and I was like, I'm going to Google it and find out like, you know, who said it and everything. And so the quote is have nothing in your houses that you do not know to be beautiful or believe to be useful. And I love that quote because as we're eliminating things, if it's not, beautiful and drawing you back to God and putting you in a heart position and posture of worship, it's not necessary. And yeah. if it's not something that's like, you got to have it for work or you have to have it for your health or your spiritual health, if it's not necessary, yeah. then it needs to be eliminated. And the reason I say this guy's a nut job, because the caveat, like after I researched, it's like, this guy was a radical socialist. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's kind of why he's talking about houses and simplicity and not having much because the government would take it all. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I digress. That's I digress. I got a little political there, but I do love the quote. So, <laughs> hey. Um, uh, anyway, God uses fallible people to that's sometimes right. bring little pieces of the puzzle together. But I, I, I agree 100%. And I'm, you were talking about things outside of social media and phones and d digital world and things like that. I get, I'm super compulsive. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm one of those people that when I get into something, like no matter what, a couple months, couple, well, it was probably about six, eight months ago, I got into knife making. Nice. And man, it's so therapeutic to just grind those bevels in there and do all this other stuff and make this handle fit up together. Well, then before I knew it, I was spending until like 11 o'clock out in the shop yeah. at night, like coming in to eat dinner and then going back out. And that's not healthy. That's not good. Cause I'm then yeah. sacrificing my time with my wife and, uh, yeah, so anything anything in general is not necessarily bad in and of itself. It's when you start to allow it to be a little ca lowercase g god in your life. And that is so it's so easy to for that to take root because we're people who like to worship things. We're designed to worship something. And 
whenever we find something that we're either a good at or B we enjoy doing or whatever, you know, the saying too much of a good thing, that's that mindset because then we start to worship it in that way. So, yeah, I, I hear you, man. And you know, anytime, anytime something starts creeping up on the throne of your heart and becomes like a little G God and an idol, you, you got to take inventory and you, you know, you got to eliminate it. So Definitely. that kind of, that kind of brings us. So evaluate, uh, eliminate, we've kind of, you know, beat that dead horse. Um, and so the last part is emancipate. And I think for guys, this is probably the hardest, um, because it's, it just seems difficult for us to actually like accept freedom. Yeah. It's like my chains are gone. I've been set free and it's like, but am I, you know, I I don't know. You know, I, I kind of like, actually give me that weight again. I want to drag it for a little while. Yeah. 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 That kind of deal. And you know, we all do it. We've all been there in, in different capacities. And so, you know, this emancipate piece, that's why this step is so important because this is where you free yourself from that spiral of distractions. Um, you know, we've talked about, you set the notifications on your phone it, uh, again, I'm sorry, we're, we're speaking to the Apple people, but cause that's what we know. But if you, you know, if you've, if you're in the Apple ecosystem and you've got a Mac, a uh, MacBook, an iPad, an Apple watch, <clears throat> that focus and, uh, mode can go across all your devices. Okay. So if you have it like set for work mode or whatever, that goes across all your devices. So cool. it's, it's very powerful. Um, and very freeing. So, you know, implement that. Um, I'll have to give that a try. Yeah. And um, I think that's something that it'll be good. Um, I was talking to Danny the other day, and uh, I know I've rolled out some new technology with the new chat and communication platform and everything. And I think we need to have a technology day. And for, for like our well being as a team, I think that, you know, making sure we get focus mode dialed in on our devices is going to be huge, you yeah. know, just give us a lot of yeah, absolutely. focus, get rid of those distractions like we're talking about and uh, really be able to dial into, you know, kind of what God's got us going, going toward. Um, and, you know, I think, I think a lot of this too, as we were talking about involving your, your significant other, your spouse, you know, your accountability partner, um, as you do that, you need to also kind of set and define boundaries. Like, yeah. um, the one thing is uh, by Gary Keller is a book that I like. And, uh, literally in the book, they give you a little door hanger. It's like, you know, like you hang on the door at, uh, like, hotel like do not disturb yeah. at the hotel. Yeah. And, uh, um, it says, if I'm not strong enough to tell you myself, I'm doing my one thing, please, you know, basically leave me alone, you know, and it's a little door hanger. Yeah. But the, the idea is very true and very strong. It's, you have to have those boundaries and you have to set them with people because um, I don't know who says, I think, I think Dr. Phil says it, but I don't think he's like the origin of it, but uh, we, we really do treat people or we, we teach people how to treat us. And it's the same thing with boundaries. You know, if I didn't say um, my phone's available from 10 to four, you know, people wouldn't be like, Oh, well, you know, why can't I get you at nine o'clock at night? Well, I'm already asleep because, you know, basically I'm an old soul and so's everyone in my household. But hey, the older I get, we talked about this earlier, that is wisdom. Yeah. That is wisdom is embody what your parents and grandparents are doing. Go to the <laughs> beach and read books. That's what we, me and my wife did. Just relax. That's fantastic. You don't need to have all those, all those things distracting you. 
Absolutely, man. And and that that literally like is exactly what I wanted to, to hit on next with the guys is the significance of Sabbath and vacation. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a te- one of the Ten Commandments. I believe it's number four. Yep. And the, the cool thing about uh, this commandment is God rested. So mm-hmm. obviously he didn't need to. He's omnipotent. He's got yeah. un, un, unending well of power and ability. So he didn't need to, but he did. Yeah. And he sets that aside for us knowing that we need to. And then he blessed it. Yeah. Nowhere else in scripture does he bless a day. Absolutely. He blesses the Sabbath and that's every single week. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I'm going to throw out there is, you know, make your sab own, own your Sabbath and, and make it a priority. And what we've done is uh, we go to church on Sunday and all that. However, we volunteer at church. So for us, it still felt like it was programmed. It was scheduled. Yeah. Um, we were, you know, we're, we're volunteering, but still kind of felt like work and stuff like that. And we're like, ah, we're not really resting and we're not able to just press in as a family and worship God, which is the ultimate goal of Sabbath. So Saturday is our Sabbath. Yeah. Um, and for some people it could be Friday. It could be any day of the week yeah. where you're like, this is sun up to sundown is the, the Jewish Hebrew tradition of Sabbath. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're, and you, you don't, you don't take it to a religious extent where you're like, I, you know, like the Pharisees did, you can't can't heal on the Sabbath, you know, switch on that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, make it to where you can prioritize getting to a place mentally and emotionally where you can worship God and be at rest. So that's important. And the only way you can do that is to be distraction free. And then the other extent of that is, um, vacation, like you were just talking about. And, um, it's so significant and important that we carve out regular. So I'll, I'll, I'll give a little personal story. So back when I was doing real estate full time, um, we had made a commitment and this was a, this was a God thing. We like, you know, hell or high water, we're going on, you know, uh, maybe not a super long, but at least a multi-day vacation once a quarter. So we went on four vacations that year. Yeah. And this is this is not prosperity gospel. This is not the recipe to be healthy and wealthy or anything like that. But I will say that in that instance, we we clocked six figures that year. Amen. And we made every single vacation. Yeah. Um, and the reason that we did that was for spiritual well being and God honored it through yeah. material stuff as well. And again, hear me, that is not a recipe. That is not a formula. Don't, don't take that away. Take away the priority of having significant time of rest and not allowing yourself get to the point where you're so distracted that you're, you're approaching burnout or you're so distracted, you're approaching a point where your life doesn't have purpose or direction anymore. You're literally just trying to make it, make it to your bed every night. Yeah, absolutely. And Man was not made for the Sabbath. Sabbath was made for man. And I think that's one thing that a lot of times, especially whenever you kind of slip off into a religious area with the Sabbath thing, um, that it becomes this this add-on to our salvation. And I know it doesn't mean to be, but then that's what it becomes. But to a lot of people, um, this is a healthy thing. This is something just like you're talking about, that weekly respite from all of our work um, so that we can just reflect on what God has done, reflect on 
you know, things that might need to be done, but just that attitude of rest. And yeah, like you said, vacations, they're vastly important. Um, because there for a little while we had, uh, we didn't, we didn't have one, uh, for a couple of years just cause work was crazy on all and COVID sides. man. <clears throat> COVID got crazy. Yeah, too. COVID, um, all that stuff. So basically it was once you went back on a vacation, then you realized, Oh my goodness, yeah, that stress has been, been there the whole time. And then you find yourself stressing about work, even though you're not at work. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my downfall, but yeah, I think, uh, Make sure you carve out times for Sabbaths. Um, just rest in the Lord and uh, make time for those vacations. Make time for your family. Spend time with them because at the end of the day, that's who we have here. That's who we've been blessed to be a part of. So make time for them. Make time with them. And then cherish their time as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of put a bow on it and, and uh, circle it all up for everybody. So... Um, we got the three-step approach, right? So first we evaluate and we go through, we check all the data, check all the analytics. We check our screen time. We do our little uh, distraction journal and all that kind of stuff. So we take inventory. So we've got a list of the culprits, the distractors that are really just eating our lunch. And then from there we go straight into elimination. And that's where we just ruthlessly approach, you know, anything that is not beautiful that's drawing us and wooing us back to God or anything that's necessary that we just, you know, have to have in our lives. Um, and then ultimately we move forward to emancipating where we just break the chains, you know, and we set those boundaries, define those notifications on our devices, all those practical things so that we're able to live in Sabbath and, and be able to be mentally and emotionally free to take a vacation and all those different things. So that's really where we get back to being able to live a intentional, purposeful life that's characterized by the, the fruit of the spirit specifically peace comes to mind. And, um, you know, I think that's why it's so important that guys hear this and that we all, um, commit to being distraction free. Um, so any, any final thoughts? I think you I think you tied it up really well. Um I think it it all kind of goes back in my mind when you're looking at this distraction stuff to kind of like a garden metaphor. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you have a garden things like that, little animals come in, they try to eat your fruit. They try to take the the things that you've worked hard to produce there. Um and I think that's analogous of what the Lord's doing in our life, producing that fruit. But then these distractions come and they wither all this stuff away. And so how do you keep that from happening? Well, you got to put up safeguards. you got to build fences and things like that to keep out those unneeded distractions. And uh, that, like, again, like I say, that's extra biblical, but I think it's vastly important. So that's good, build yeah. that hedge around, around your time and your heart and your family and uh, allow, allow that to be what protects you there in the Lord. Yeah, that's good. Man, pray us out, please. Absolutely. Lord, as we... Look back on our time today. Father, I pray that you would just allow these words to be beneficial for somebody. Lord, they've been beneficial for me. And I pray that as people are listening, as people are implementing this into their life, that it would help them ruthlessly uh, weed out distractions in their life. And it would allow them to have a better family life at home, allow them to have a better, more intentional time with their children and their wife and uh, their family in general. But Lord, most importantly, we pray that this would impact the way they live their life in communion with you. Father, at the end of the day, you're in control of our sanctification process. And Lord, we want to be faithful in doing our part. And Lord, 
as we partner with you to see that work done. I pray that you would just be faithful and just to do that and keep us close to you at all times. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. And Brandon, appreciate you, man. And uh, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate y'all. As always, you're loved and you're sent. And uh, um, if you got any value or benefit out of this, um, hit the subscribe button and uh, leave us a comment. We love to hear from you guys. And uh, click the notification bell, and that way you won't miss any cool videos coming down the road from us. And uh, guys, as always, be good. Have some fun out there, and we'll catch you on the next go-round. God bless. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.